Hello and welcome to my podcast, Breadcrumbs. This is your host, Ashley, a.k.a. Ash Kitten, and also known now as The Game Changer. That's right, guys. I have a new name, and um, The Game Changer because I'm, I've decided that I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to change the game, and that's, that's why I'm now called The Game Changer, and also because I'm a gamer, but on to important topics. So right now, as we speak, I am currently um, in a situation where I um, have basically cut off a toxic relationship. Now, how did you get into a toxic relationship, you ask? Well, I didn't consider it toxic, first of all. Um, I do want to be clear that in this relationship, is very confusing and I'm navigating things like as you know time goes on um, I'm navigating what is good and what isn't good because like I've only had the 15 year long bad marriage slash toxic abusive narcissistic relationship that is the only thing that I have ever experienced and then dating and and dating faux pas and things like that but nothing serious so um I haven't been in a situation where I had to learn from relationships other than those. And that's literally it. So I'm learning. I'm learning. But I am proud of myself for recognizing red flags and ending it where I will not um, incur a lot more damage than I would have to my heart if I had stayed um, longer. And I could have stayed longer. I am the one who ended things in a way, I guess, um, and so, um, I'll explain, so, um, I met someone online, and I cut off all communication with any other, like, you know, any dating apps or anything like that, like, or anybody that I was talking to, um, in any way that flirtatiously or anything like that, because I was focused on this one person, and I thought this was like, this is it. Like, I'm actually going to, um, you know, find love. And I know that's a common misconception is that, like, we we have to, um, like, we, ha- we think of it as this thing that we find in a person. And, like, when we feel a certain way, we kind of get all those feelings and we're like, oh, my God, this is it. But how you know it's it is not when you first meet them it's when later on it's you still um their consistency is there and certain things are still there that um that have been there the entire time like consistency honesty communication those are all key factors in a good relationship attractability also is important because i think that we're dumb if we think that that isn't important um at all we have to be attracted to them in some manner because then there's there's no romanticism there and that breaks down a relationship uh you need to be attracted to that person Uh, um so we met online and the um the whole idea of courting is what i prefer in any anything that i pursue but we had like a date where we both laid out on the table what we expected out of a partner. 
where we were like honest about our feelings or so I thought he was I was honest and basically he said first all the things that I was thinking about what I was gonna say like literally the same everything I was thinking he already said so I, it wasn't like he went second and he just repeated me he said I'm looking for commitment I'm looking for someone to settle down with I'm looking for honesty I'm looking for integrity I'm looking for someone who can step into a role of being a parental figure to my children eventually when you eventually meet them all of those things in line with uh, how I felt because I felt the exact same way and no one not one single person has met my children except for this person so as time goes on um we spend a lot of time together everything is swimmingly um anytime that we do spend together we're laughing and we're having a good time and there's not really any conflict there's everything is just really smooth going and really happy and vibes are just really good so it's hard um it's hard for me to have looked at that in a negative way because I was used to the push and pull of prior relationship where I was with a narcissist and I was either um, being built up with love bombs or being torn down uh, with control and possessiveness and that wasn't the case in this uh, relationship. However, it wasn't a long enough relationship for me to decipher whether or not he was a narcissist because a narcissist will will fit the narrative at the beginning so and this was the beginning you know so it's not um it's I'm I didn't give him the opportunity for me to find out because there was enough red flags where I was like nope I don't think that I'm going to continue this situation I am good my heart cannot take anything past this point I'm good so I um bowed out you know that's um that's the choice that I made um, and I'm glad that I did make that choice because um, it reminded me of how things were so good in the beginning of um, the relationship with the narcissist that I married that um, I was uh, at the very beginning in that like I'm in love stage and there's nothing wrong with this and this feels good and everything is fine and everything did for a period of time everything was great so um who's to say that the person that I was just now dating wouldn't have turned into uh the same type of person that I I married and um and who's to say they weren't it's not for me to decide but I will say this standing up for myself and re living um for myself finally and recognizing the red flags and not just recognizing them but telling myself that I will not put up with anything past that point. I will not um, be subject to my feelings being toyed with or played with. So what I mean by that is he was afraid of commitment and there are many men out there who are but be honest about that and say I am not ready for a relationship and don't tell someone everything that they want to hear just to get them in your clutches and think, oh, well, in time, while we're together, I'll get over this fear because it's not going to happen. So I learned a lot of things in this relationship. Um, he and I, like I said, had a lot of fun together. Everything was uh, really great. We didn't argue. Um, we came to disagreements but they were very easily resolved and I thought that was such a wonderful quality that I 
didn't have in my last partner that I was with for 15 years. Um, but again, a narcissist will fit the narrative. So I still don't know if he was, and I'm not, I'm definitely not claiming that he's a narcissist because there's not enough time spent with him for, even though we spent like every day together, there's still not enough time spent with someone, uh, in the amount of time that we were together to have just really, um, figure that out. But, um, the red flags were that he was, um, completely emotionally unavailable when there was a title put on our relationship. So when he was actually like telling people that we're in a relationship or that like, and it was very hard for him. I remember when he introduced me to someone at church, he just looked at me and wanted me to introduce myself. And I was like looking at him like, no, it's your job. I'm not going to say I'm your girlfriend because that's weird. You say it. And and it was just an exchange of looks back and forth like no you say you say you say and um and I just said hi I'm Ashley like that's it because at the end of the day he was just he was scared to say it but then um I remember he like the person was like inquiring like so you guys are a thing you know question like question mark question mark question mark like hey what's up what's up like you guys together and so his friend uh inquired enough in that moment for him to be like yeah I mean we're trying you know it's a new thing we're trying it and so it was like uncomfortable for him I could tell to, to say it um so I um I felt like that just the title alone really scared him and um and then like I said when we were together things were great but then after the title got put on it, there were moments or times when it was very um, obvious that he was being distant and he withdrew emotion from me. And that is a red flag. Yes, people have bad days. But when you are every day talking to a person, every day texting a person, every day wondering what they're doing, what their day is like, and then you go and withdraw all that from you know their life, they have... A feeling of wanting again they feel like they need um, that that from you because you provided it and and they provide it for you why aren't you providing it for them so um, so he became emotionally distant emotionally unavailable and um, he like I would provide affection hugs and things like that and I could tell that he was a million miles away from any affection that I was providing. So when you're giving affection to someone who's emotionally unavailable, it's a very empty, cold feeling, and it's not pleasant. And so um, that went on for about two weeks, and I wanted to bring it up, and every time I'd bring it up, he would say, it's not a good time to talk about this right now. We're doing this, or we're on our way to a friend's house. Can you not? And so I had to stuff those feelings, which is also another red flag, because that means he's not thinking about my feelings as a person and what um oh my gosh there's a whole bunch of ducks crossing the road like baby ducks oh my gosh I hope they're okay this is a huge intersection I mean a huge um highway for them to cross oh anyway um so so <laughs> he um he fit the narrative 
at the beginning everything that I wanted and then when the title it was overwhelming to him whatever um and he did bring it up several times like it's just a title I can't deal with the title I need time I need time I need time so um you know he still kept the title like when we were talking about okay well let's get rid of the title um but like then what where do we go from there do we just be like resolve as friends or what exactly what exactly comes of this at this point and so he did not want to let me go and he would say no we're together and so it was very confusing and then on top of that uh the emotional withdrawing happened for two weeks and i finally was like we're gonna have this conversation we're gonna have this conversation because i am no longer subjecting myself to um a negative environment where i feel uh negatively about my relationship i shouldn't have to stuff my feelings down and yes there are times when yeah we're on our way to a friend's house let's not have this conversation but when you when you cut the conversation short every single time like it being brought up days and days and days in a row and you still have a problem addressing the situation then there's a problem and i am not okay with um with dealing with someone who's not able to confront i'm non-confrontational to an extent but i've learned uh, communication skills where i don't have to get you know in any kind of confrontational manner uh, everything is very smooth and i can can communicate that's that's what humans do we communicate so um all i wanted to do was have a conversation and communicate i didn't want to yell i didn't want anything like that and we've never he's never yelled at me in a quarter mile turn right Um, to florida 580 west forest lakes boulevard oh he's never yelled at me he's never called me names um none of that but that's where some people get this whole thing convoluted because they think just because they're not being treated terribly Turn right and that a person West, treats Lake them Boulevard. good when they're in person that being emotionally unavailable is something that we have to accept uh no it's not because that's not Continue i don't i don't accept that i invested miles. he knows that i invested emotionally and there's nothing um there's nothing wrong with like me wanting my feelings validated that I got hurt in all of this because he um he kind of promised to be a certain way and then fell short and um and it taught me a lot but like I said he had withdrawn for like a couple weeks and so I brought up the conversation and we had the conversation finally and we're having this conversation and I am accepting because as you know I'm very, um, like, upfront. I'm very, I like things making sense. And if it makes sense to me, then I can move on with it. And I love it. I can deal, I mean, I may not be, like, super excited about it. You know, I wasn't going to be like, yes, we're breaking up. But I was like, it makes sense. One plus one equals two. Like, if it's not working, it's not working. It, if he's afraid of commitment, then I'm not going to force him to be in a relationship with me. But this is my needs and these are his and they're completely two different things. And it's not, we're not matching up. So it made sense to me. So we, um, we got to a point where, um, in the conversation where I said, okay, so 
this is a breakup then? And he's like, yeah, I guess that's what this is. And I was like, okay, all right. So why didn't you say so? And he, he kind of looked at me and I almost feel like he wanted me to cry and he wanted like the tears and like the drama of it all. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cry about it. Like we're not making sense and we're not making sense. And you know, at this point, I, I don't feel like I had been completely thrown for a loop. Yes, he was dishonest with me about his intentions at the beginning. I gave him the benefit of the doubt that he had changed his mind and that he wasn't being dishonest, but he thought that he was ready for something that he wasn't. So that's where I was at emotionally. Like, I'm not angry with him. I am going to accept this fact and move on. But the second that I mentioned moving on, he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Uh, don't talk like that. What do you mean? Like, we're still, everything's the same. We just don't have a title. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, a breakup is a breakup, and I'm sorry, but I don't do things with friends. I don't kiss friends like that. So, no, not everything's the same. And he's like, your feelings for me have changed just because there's no title? No, no. My feelings haven't changed, but how I deal with those feelings and how I can what I show to you, the feelings that I have shown you, um, they have changed because I have walls up that I'm allowed to have up because you put walls up and I'm allowed to have those walls up. They're called boundaries and they're very safe for me to put up because it protects me from being hurt. He didn't like that. He was very like, no, 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 you're getting the wrong idea. This isn't what I meant. We're not broken up. We're together. I'm just, I just need time. That's what he kept saying to me. So I gave him, I honestly should not have at that point given in. Um, but mentally I still was like shut off. But then he, um, he, and he was supposed to be taking me home at that point. And, um, cause we were already in the car and like, that was the plan even before breaking up. Like he was on, we were on the way to my house, uh, to drop me off. And, somehow we ended up on the way to his house and I started noticing the road signs and stuff and being like wait a minute we're not going to my house and he's like you want to watch a movie like it just completely flew over his head everything that I was feeling and everything that was going on and had like no understanding that uh this is not normal it's not okay and I am okay to not be okay with this and he um we went to his house and he's and I said I don't think I don't think this is good and he came up behind me and hugged me and did like a whole like <sighs> like a, a safe breath I call I call it it's where they like breathe you in and kind of just feel like oh, I just just fell into your arms kind of moment you know and and it felt weird and and I was like I don't interact with my friends like this what and then he kissed me which pulled my feelings back into it because I was okay with cutting off my feelings and I had done that right that moment but then he had been like oh well I need to get more feelings stirred up and so that is where I got hurt that's where I should have said no you can't do this and walked away I should have and this is where I learned my lesson because prior to that, I could have walked away. Like in that moment, I could have walked away. 
then um he went back to like we were hanging out and everything was the same again like we were in a relationship but we weren't in a relationship he was telling me everything that happened every day and we were together in the relationship sense uh and everything that a relationship is down to like spending pretty much all the time together that he could with me watching television shows that we love together laughing and joking um, making videos together just all kinds of fun things and um, and affection things like kissing and holding hands and saying I love you again he was saying that to me again so it was very twisted that um, after he had broken up with me that these feelings were coming out even though we weren't together and uh, I kept questioning it like no 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 it doesn't feel right and he'd be like just don't question it just feel it just understand that this is how I feel about you and it doesn't have to have a title so um I I was like mm, okay um I guess this is safe right he's like telling me that it's safe so I believe it's safe and i even harder like I mean I was allowing my feelings to flow kind of thing and I invested more emotionally because I was like okay mile, for some reason to turn left onto frontage road I believed him and not my instinct and I always always believe your instinct like why wouldn't you believe your instinct because I should have um but I didn't and so then uh things were good and great and then all of a sudden again emotionally withdrawn except for nothing weird happened like it was just one day out of the blue um like no texts no calls and me find trying to see if he's okay him not really responding till 12 hours later with no care that i was worried about him and um you know we live in a day and age where like it's that easy to text like just say I'm okay like say hey I'm busy or something like that so I still didn't respond in anger or uh, any negative emotion because that's not how I roll you guys you know that but I was like hey I was just really worried about you and I haven't heard from you all day and you know how my insecurities are they're starting to take hold and I just wanted to see if everything was okay with us and then he brought right back into the whole I don't see a future with us thing so it's like uh-huh okay uh uh-huh um except for he didn't say it like that he just said i still feel the same as i did before which which way which way because you said that you loved me and all these things and then another time you said that you didn't um you didn't see us having a future so which way as before because you've been hot and cold and i told him that I'm like you're hot and cold i don't know what you're gonna be one day to the next and um and he kind of is like, well, you know, everyone has problems, everyone has issues, it's another thing, it's my feelings were not validated, and um, that's a red flag. My feelings are should be validated. I had every right to feel the way that I do. I have every right to question his loyalty and his um, wanting to be in a relationship. I have every right because I invested. On US 19 South for it is miles. not like and I have uh, spoken with several men on this subject who, for some reason, they have a whole different viewpoints of this. But it is not like he said in the beginning, hey, I have no plans on having any type of commitment. So if you fall in love, that's on you. Because that didn't happen. He fully made me feel like it was a safe place to fall. And so I did. And, um... 
And again, I learned from it. I learned uh, what I did wrong, and I'm, I'm moving on from it. And um, I have a rule with breakups, with job losses, with anything that happens in your life, take two days, ball your eyes out, ghost whoever you need to ghost, and write whatever, like, sad things you gotta write, talk sad, do whatever, like, get in your feelings all the way, listen to sad songs, emotional, as long as you're not in a, in a really negative headspace, because um, I had to pull myself out of an extremely negative headspace recently, but as long as you're in a safe, <laughs> sad place, then um, do it. Two days, dive in, and then after those two days, get right back up, shake it off, and move on because no one is worth more than two days of your time at all if they have any negative effect on you. That's it. And it's not even for them, it's for yourself. You need to grieve that, that relationship or that loss of job or whatever it is. You need to grieve it. So, um, so I'm taking my two days. Today is day one and I've done really amazingly, actually, considering like how yo-yoed I was. I feel like the most power empowering part is that I ended it because I said to him, I'm sorry, but I'm not a yo-yo and I'm not going to get toyed around like this because he wanted that back. He wanted the like feeling of like, we're not in a relationship, but we're going to hang out. Right. And I was like, have a good life. And he's like, life. What? where's this coming from? Like, he didn't understand. And I'm like, how do you not understand what's happening right now? Like, you did this. And, um, you know, like, I've distanced myself. I don't wish him anything bad. I'm not going to tell you who he is. And if you do know who he is, don't try to ruin his life or look him up. He's not a bad person. He's just afraid of commitment and he's not honest with himself. So how can he be honest with me if he's not honest with himself? You know? And, um, man, I think I feel like I sounded like Megara there for a minute. Like, okay, lover boy. But anyway, um, also I've been toying around, this is on a side note, I've been toying around with different voices and stuff, and I really want to kind of delve into the, like, um, voice acting a little bit, even just as a hobby, but it's, it's really fun, and it's a great little outlet, a, a creative outlet that I've found that I also enjoy. So I might, who knows, if I get some, uh, some ideas, I might do some shows on here with my voices and see what happens. Um, but back to, um, what I was saying is that I don't want any negative, anything negative to happen to him. I don't, I wish him the best. And I told him that I told, uh, he's like, he, he kind of is like in a, like, I'm sorry I did this to you, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He just keeps saying, I'm sorry. And I hope you find a way to forgive me. And I've already forgiven him. I'm the most, probably the most forgiving person that I know. Um, because I, I take my lesson of forgiveness from my savior, Jesus, and he forgives me. So I, like, if I'm forgiven for sin, the wages of sin is death. I'm forgiven for that. Then there's nothing anybody can do to me that is worse than what I can, what I've done to, you know, against God. So I've, I've been forgiven. I forgive others. That's just how I view it. Also forgiveness, it, uh, unforgiveness is allowing bitterness to creep in and control you and to, um, cause you to 
be negative and be in a negative headspace and I don't need all that in my life. I just want to be in a positive headspace. I want to love people unconditionally and I don't want to have ill feelings or hate, hatred. I have the hiccups, guys. Sorry. Told you this is real and uncut. <laughs> um, oh, and a burp. Sorry. That was not intentional. But um, maybe that's why I had the hiccups because I don't have them anymore. But... <laughs> But, um, this is, this is a time for me to learn, a time for me to understand, a time for me to reflect, and I wouldn't have learned if I wouldn't have been in the relationship, so it is, um, you know, it is a positive thing for me, I'm proud of myself that for, for once, besides standing up to my ex that, of 15 years, like, that's a different thing, I stood up to an abuser, but this is me standing up for what I value in a relationship, and what I'm willing to put up with and um, like I said who knows where it would have ended up who knows it could have ended up abusive but I'm not gonna stick around to find out because it's not something conducive to what I want in, in a relationship Use the right lane to take the and I'm not Street going North to let someone dictate Florida, that for me South. I'm not Saint gonna Pete let Beach. someone string me along to um, to make me feel um, like like I'm a plaything, like I'm a toy being played with. A relationship is just a, it's not that hard. It's work, but it's not that hard. You just have to be open and honest. And I was honest from get go. So I expected the same in return. And um, so I told him like, you must not know me very well, like as well as you thought you did because I have already forgiven you. Cause he's like, I hope you find it in your heart that one day you'll forgive me. I know you hate me right now. I was like, oh no, no, no. Don't throw that on me. I don't hate anyone. So don't throw those words in my mouth because no, no, no. But, um, so it's just, you know, I think that he, I think that uh, uh, being a little hurt, I might have said something that was in a, maybe a little bit attacking where I did say that, and I didn't mean it in, in an attacking way, but when I reread it, I was like, ooh, that was kind of a little like punch in the gut. But, I feel like he needed that and it was constructive because I said that I hope that you one day um, grow up in an emotional capacity with the ability to provide your next partner with honesty from the beginning and not um, think that it's about what you want. In half a mile, use the right and lane so, to take the 66th Street North exit toward so it Florida was 693 South. a little South, bit Saint of Peter a Beach. jab and I apologize for that. But I feel like when someone is that completely um, oblivious to what went wrong, like, oh, I was honest with use you the right because lane I told to you that I didn't want a relationship. Use the like, right lane to merge um, no, you really, you, you didn't. You really, you weren't honest. Like, you were honest after I've asked you. That's like the kid that's like, um when you know they did something and then you're like did you do it and they're like yeah I did it but before that you're like who did this no one says a word no one says dang thing everyone's Keep quiet right to stay on 66th and everyone Street believes then turn right that on the 142nd um, Avenue North. you know like every I'm sorry I'm while I'm listening to directions I'm talking and it got a little confused confusion but um the, take the next the, right onto 142nd Avenue North okay. Wells Road okay I will um, but the, the 
whole entire lesson I want everyone to learn here is that nothing is wasted. No relationship or nothing is wasted. You can always learn from it. And better five months into something that, um, you know, that I learned that this is not something that's healthy for me. And even though it looked healthy, it can look healthy because it was a beautiful thing. It really was when we were together. I don't like that's what I don't understand about it is that um, and it threw me it threw me really hard because when we were around each other together, we were inseparable. Everything we did, every little thing that we did was we were, he read my mind. It felt like all the time, like we would have jokes and he would finish my joke or, or we would say the same thing at the same time, think the same thing at the same time when in we saw something, refer to the same thing in a movie. When we heard the movie, it was just a constant, like being in each other's heads. And it was really cool. The experience was really cool. And I have never had that before, even with my ex. Um, I feel like my ex tried too hard to be the, um, the guy that fit the narrative in my life uh, when you've arrived when um, I got with him and we had nothing in common but he did try to fit the narrative he did try really hard to be everything that I wanted and he was in a lot of other ways but he did not have the ability to have we, we had nothing in common we had zip in common so 